0: everyone, I am Matt Williamson. Pretty basic podcast coming at you today. I'm going to introduce you, reintroduce you to the Ravens, what they've done this year. They're unbelievably good, to be honest with you. And then the second half, I want to talk about who might they rest. And that's just guessing by me. But let's dig right in. Not only is Baltimore clinched the AFC North crown, but they're the top seed in the playoffs, as you know. Their six-game winning streak is the longest in the NFL And they're plus 210, plus 210 point differential, also tops the league. Baltimore has outscored opponents by 97 points over this six game winning streak. They're six and two at home, but only three and two in the division. Steelers are four and one in the AFC North and four and three on the road. The Steelers have a minus 27 point differential, but they're on a two game winning streak, as you know. Just some real basic stuff there. The AFC North as a whole is 41-23, and 23, the best of any division. 41 wins. The NFC North and NFC West are next with 33 wins. This division has eight more wins than number two on the list. Since the NFL went to an 18-week schedule, the Steelers are undefeated, 5-0, and in weeks 17 and 18. I think that's noteworthy. Pittsburgh is coming off their highest scoring weeks in each of the past two games with 64 combined points against the Bengals and Seahawks. That's great. It is. (laughs) Baltimore scored 89 points over their past two games. Bonkers. The Ravens plus 12 turnover differential is best in the NFL, but it's Pittsburgh second plus 11. Baltimore leads the NFL with 29 takeaways and are third with 18 interceptions and fourth with 11 fumble recoveries. The Steelers have 25 takeaways, but the league's fewest giveaways with just 14. Baltimore has turned the ball over 17 times, and their seven interceptions is fewest in the league. The Steelers have only thrown nine interceptions, and their five fumbles lost is better than every team other than Cincinnati. Baltimore turned the ball over three times, though, when these teams met last in week five. For the season Baltimore has a time of possession of 31-23 that's fifth best but over the last three weeks they're even better at 31.58. Steelers season long time of possession 2918 is up to 21st but over the past three weeks they're 30 48. Steelers ran 22 more plays in Seattle last week and possessed the football for over 37 and a half minutes on the road. The NFL, on average, turns a set of downs into a new set of downs seventy five percent seventy percent of the time. Baltimore's offense does it seventy five percent of the time, while Pittsburgh's offense is at sixty nine percent. The Ravens' defense allows just sixty six percent, and Pittsburgh's defense comes in at sixty nine, a little a little above average. The Steelers' opponents have thrown for 713 more passing yards and 10 more passing touchdowns than Pittsburgh this season. Yards per route run. You guys know I'm a big fan of this. Odell's at 1.91. Zay Flowers is at 1.64. Rashad Bateman's at 1.15. George Pickens is better than all of them, 2-2. Deontay's at 1.82. Allen Robinson's at 0.73. Look, Baltimore's listen to this for a minute. This is crazy. Baltimore scored 30 more touchdowns than they have allowed this season and have created 56 more first downs. They average 2.2 more yards per pass attempt than they allow and are plus 20 in sack differential. The Ravens have 21 more rushing touchdowns than they have allowed and average 0.5 yards per carry more than they give up. That's nuts. Baltimore's offense is second in points per game and their defense is first in points allowed of all the top seeds in their respective conference for the playoffs since 2018, all the number ones, none of those 10 teams can claim the same can be in the top two in both. In terms of EPA, just on first and second downs, early down success rate, something I am big believer in the Ravens have the NFL's fourth best defense. And the Steelers are eighth. Baltimore also has the fifth best early down offense while the Steelers are 19th, but climbing. Mason Rudolph, 7-4-1 as a starter for the Steelers. Over the past two weeks with Rudolph as a starter, Baltimore's offense has the NFL's best EPA per play. The Packers are second and the Steelers are third. Over those two weeks, the Steelers are third in EPA per dropback and second in the league in rushing EPA. Been one of the best offenses in the league. I mean, frankly, there's just no way around that. The only folks that don't get time off this time of year are pro athletes, us that cover them, and the folks that bet online. With NFL, bowl season, NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up-to-second odds, news, and information. BetOnline has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use our promo code, BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So as I've told you, quote, resting your starters isn't as easy as you think because you still got to field a team. you still got to rotate guys out. You can call up dudes from the practice squad. You'll definitely rest some guys. You'll play some dudes sparingly. But my hunch of what to expect from Baltimore, first of all, no Lamar. Of course. I mean, he's not going to dress. Why on earth would you? And Huntley's okay, but, you know, he takes a lot of sacks, doesn't throw, throws a lot of short throws. Um I would think Melvin Gordon who they probably don't care all that much about gets the brunt of the carries. I would think guys like Nelson Aguilar, Charlie Kohler, tight end are the guys catching the ball the most. You probably rest Odell at his age. You'd love to get Flowers very minimal. Bateman a little I think you probably have to play Linderbaum, who's a great young center. You'd love to get Stanley and Moses, two older tackles. Moses is older. Stanley's just always banged up and always fighting something. Rest. And they do have a guy named Makari who can play all over the offensive line. I would think he plays a lot. But it's hard to rest both your tackles. And if you look at the injury report... A lot of their backup type guys are banged up, like the guys you would think could play. So that might mean a starter or two stays in longer or is active, you know, more than you would guess. You know, like Isaiah Likely, I don't think they want to play him, but maybe he's out there a fair amount. And Ricard and guys that are important to them. Now, defense... Matt their defensive tackle, is a star in the making and has really been a breakout player this year. He's a free agent after this year. I don't think he plays no matter what. You'd like Clowney not to play. He's been really good for them. Van Noy as well, considering their age, keep him as fresh as possible. I would bet they dress, though, and maybe play here and there, pass rush downs maybe, things like that. I think you absolutely do not allow Roquan Smith to play. He's too valuable. Maybe you let Queen take over as the green dot guy as kind of an experiment, but you don't want him playing every snap either. Too important. Kyle Hamilton is a great young safety, but he's been on the injury list the last month or so. I think you definitely get him out of the mix. Same with Humphrey. He's their best corner. He's fighting something as well. Guys like Marcus Williams are really good players, but I think that they're probably dressed and maybe play a little early, hopefully get them out of the game. Like a big Ravens thing is they get up on teams early and maybe they do, but in the second half, they might be pulling off even their remaining best players. You know, just get out of this game as fast as possible. And a big thing I've been talking about with this is I think they're going to play just to get out of this game. They're going to run the ball like crazy. They want the clock moving the whole time. A lot of Melvin Gordon running the line of scrimmage, punts, so be it. Maybe you throw some goofy trick plays at the Steelers for fun, make yourself enjoyable. But all in all, your whole goal is just get out of this thing as dinged up as least as possible. Now, Late in the game, three, four minutes left on the clock. Could Harbaugh versus Tomlin really kick in? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a competitive streak here. You know, does Tomlin or does Harbaugh want to drop another game to the Steelers? And remember, you know, they're the most competitive preseason team out there. Like they care about those type of things more than anyone else. So that doesn't bode well. I mean, if it's super close. I do think they will avoid overtime at all costs. You know, like if they score and an extra point ties it or going for two wins it, they're definitely going to go for two. So I think that's stuff to expect and the players you can expect. But it's going to be an extremely watered down version of the best team in the league. And that could still cause problems without question. But it's not going to look like preseason Ravens where a bunch of dudes that aren't... NFL players are out there you just that's not how it works whenever you set you know rest guys so alright take care over and out